Jack had been giving some thought to Spirelli Paranormal Investigations, where it had started and where it was going, what his long-term plans for the business were, and how he'd ensure both the businesses and his survival beyond the next case that came through the door. I'd actually like to see tomorrow, Bob. Several tomorrows, preferably with the business intact. His Arcan Sonny bud looked up at the sound of his name. He didn't move from his curled-up position in the client chair on the other side of Jack's desk. He just lifted his head and blinked, sleepy, puppy-dog brown eyes at Jack. The little fuzzy guy was great company, and Jack had thought so even before he'd discovered the impact Bob had on his business. Who would have thought that having a small, corkscrew-tailed critter living secretly in his shop would have such a startling effect? The junk shop had become a successful enterprise overnight due to Bob's presence. Jack remained mystified by the method. But at least now he knew to thank Bob when customers purchased odd objects in the shop he was certain he'd never acquired. Where had these mysterious items originated? Also an unanswered question. But Jack wasn't about to grill his fuzzy little benefactor. Sorry, buddy. Just thinking out loud. Go back to sleep. Bob squeezed his eyes shut, let out a tiny sneeze, and settled in to nap again. Jack scratched the day's growth of beard on his chin. He wasn't sure why, but Bob had started to hang out, nap, and visibly wander around the store a week or two after the resolution of his buddy Nelson's case. Whatever the reason, he was great company. Bob was like a warm blanket on a cold day, but for the soul. Jack grunted, then leaned back in his chair. He was going nuts, or he needed more sleep. He scrubbed his face with both hands. So far, he'd only come up with one solution. The ring on his finger tightened, followed by the tinkling of the front doorbells and a flash of green sparkles in his peripheral vision. Marin. He rubbed his eyes, dry from lack of sleep, and when he opened them, Bob was gone. For whatever reason, Bob's recent sociability only extended to Jack. His furry buddy usually disappeared when anyone else was in the shop, even Marin. Jack didn't have long to consider the Bob conundrum. Marin came into the office and dropped into the chair vacated by Bob. You look like shit. Good morning. Bender? Wild night with a new lady? Marin crossed her arms. But that's not it. Because you've looked like this every morning for more than a week now, your ladies don't last that long— and you're coming into the shop early every morning. Inventory. Jack tapped a clipboard on top of his desk. Sure, except you don't do inventory. Ever. I do it. Just like I do the dusting and empty the trash and refill the supplies. She uncrossed her arms and leaned back in her chair. What exactly is it that you do again? Come on, not today. Jack rested his forearms on his desk. I have a proposition for you. She tilted her head, her curiosity clearly piqued. He opened his mouth, but the words didn't come out. Now or never, because asking wouldn't get any easier. He tried again. I'm tired of running into every situation we encounter, ill-prepared, ill-informed, and half-cocked. Her eyes narrowed, but she didn't say anything. 
Finally, she said, I can't argue. There does seem to be a tendency to fly by the seat of your pants on most of our cases. I'm not complaining. You brought it up.